0: Hey, this is Weapon X, Matt Makowski, and you're listening to the We Are Rising podcast.
1: everybody, you are listening to the We Are Rising podcast. This is your host, Andrew Benjamin, and I'm joined once again by my awesome co-host, Chillmeister J. Christian Gary from Focus Fights.
2: <laughs> well, Chillmeister may be a cool nickname, but it's not as cool as the man that's going to be interviewed by <laughs> us today. Why
1: don't you... Sure. Uh, We will be interviewing, we are talking to a special guest today. It is Matt Mikowski, Weapon X, who takes on Rory Gulak at Bloodsport 2 this Saturday in Atlantic City, New Jersey at the Showboat. And Matt is a former MMA fighter with a 6-2 record who has fought for promotions such as Elite XC and Bellator. He is a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu black belt and wrestles for the Chikara promotion with the faction The Crucible. And, Matt, thank you again for taking your time out to talk to us. We really appreciate it.
0: Hey, no problem. Thank you for
1: having me. So, uh, first things first, uh, you are an MMA fighter who made the transition to pro wrestling. Can you just talk about how you, that transition, uh, when you decided you're going to go from MMA to pro wrestling? How uh, how and when and why it all happened?
0: Um, Well, it's always something I've thought about doing. I I remember checking... um, like the Russell Factory website, like mm. years ago, about information about training, and it's something I always kind of just like, "Oh man, I could maybe do this," but I had said other things going on at the time, and wasn't sure if I could commit myself to it. Um, and uh, I mean, to give credit to the Russell Factory and how they kind of run their their program, it was uh, there was like a free free you know workshop where you can come try it out and I was like hey what do I have to lose uh might as well go and then um there's like some weekly courses you can take and it's not like you know not like high commitment uh like a seven week course I was like hey let's try this out and uh I loved it I kind of took to it a lot it was very similar to a lot of the training I was already familiar with um so I really enjoyed it and then kind of took the uh the deep dive to sort of uh, sign up for training full time
1: ah, uh, so was it uh, being that you already were an athlete uh, uh, in MMA was the transition easy to pro wrestling or did you have to I guess adjust to what the rigors of pro wrestling requires versus what MMA required
0: I, uh, I like this question a lot because there were things that came very easily to me And then there were other things where it's like, I have never done anything like this before with my body or, or like I have not moved my body in this way before, or like I just was not, was not accustomed or or coordinated to some of the movements. So I had to sort of learn like new ways to, uh, whatever it is like just, uh, rope running or rope work or, um, You know, maybe slightly different ways of bumping, um, just different transitions, things that maybe were were similar to things I've done in Brazilian jiu-jitsu and and Thai boxing, but um, even so, it made made it easier. I kind of was able to pick it up, but definitely had to practice at it, and there's still things that I I need to work on and get better at. Um, So, it kind of got those, like, I don't know, like creative juices flowing, or I I kind of got a, a spark. I was like, uh, I'm learning new things, and I was getting like, it made me very excited. Um, and it's it's still, it's it's still awesome to just go in and and, and kind of continue to challenge myself in, in, in an athletic format.
1: It's um, I actually want to relate a story that Bass Rutan told, i I want to see if you had a similar, I guess a, a little similar too. So Bass Rutan, when he was a pro, when he w- uh, went from MMA to pro wrestling. He would always, when he would come back home, he would always just be in pain, just from falling down so much, just you know, hitting the mat with his back, his shoulders, his neck. And one day, his uh, he said that his wife went up to him and said, "Why can't you just go back to MMA where you got hurt for real? Yet we're not in so much pain as when when you go to pro wrestling." So I'm just curious <laughs> to know, w- w- did, was that something that you also had to deal with? Was that like you know, were you just surprised by the amount of? Just punishment that, that that pro wrestling does to you, even even when you're not uh, taking a move or something like that.
0: Um, uh, yeah, I would say yes. I, I I didn't again didn't really know what to expect. I always had a pretty, I would say, high appreciation for pro wrestlers in general. Um, you know, just being a like an MMA fighter or a combat athlete or whatever but never really fully understood maybe some of the things they would go through in training or just performing in general. Um, so, uh, it came as a little bit of a, of a shock, but then I I quickly was like, well, this is, it's not too much different. It's it's not too much different from like damage you would take doing, uh, you know, training jujitsu rigor rigorously or, or, or like amateur wrestling. Um, So, I kind of quickly adjusted to it. Mm. So, would you basically say that training for professional
2: wrestling is like a tenfold heavier of a load than training for MMA or
0: grappling or amateur wrestling? Uh, I wouldn't say it's like tenfold. I think they're both similar. Uh, It really depends on how hard you're going i've sort of learned over the years to uh i guess adjust so that i'm not getting hurt because I, I would in mma i would be running myself into the ground probably you know in not a good way uh, i wanted to train really hard and uh, i probably wasn't taking care of my body the way i should have been and now with wrestling i come at it with a, a little bit you know with that kind of experience. And now I'm able to adjust, and I know how far I can push my body, what what my limit is, so that I'm you know not getting injured, and um, you know can continue to to train and, and have matches. Uh, you know my MMA career kind of got cut short because I was just so uh, broken and beaten down.
1: Do you do you think that MMA fighters overall respect pro wrestling or pro wrestlers, or do you think that? Uh, from, from, from what you've uh, I don't know interactions with other MMA fighters, do they not respect the the uh, the rigors of pro wrestling itself? Well, do you have any, is, is there anything that you can talk about that from your interactions with other MMA fighters what they have said about pro wrestling?
0: Yeah, I, everyone I've talked to and mentioned that I'm doing this has been really supportive, like on the MMA side and jujitsu side of things and and, and Muay Thai. Um, I think a lot of that is because of the more and more of the crossover that there's been over the last few years with um, a lot of the top stars in professional wrestling uh, being people with MMA backgrounds like like Lesnar or, or Rousey. Um, or Shayna Baszler. Yeah, Baszler, Riddle. Um, you know, it, the, those guys that are on the uh, like, uh, that international level. Um, so they know who those people are, and um, they're doing it. So if I'm doing it, it, might not be so, it's not so strange. Maybe, you know, in like the Ken Shamrock era or, you know, even whatever, 10, 15 years ago, it might have been a little bit like, oh, you're going to go do that, you know, that stuff. But I really haven't had anybody, um, everyone that I've talked to has been real supportive and, and even excited about me doing this, doing this, uh, doing pro wrestling. Mm.
2: Um, actually, and when it, comes to your professional wrestling career up to this point. I know that as Andrew mentioned before, and I'm sorry for interrupting Andrew, it's kind of my thing. <laughs> but I know that Andrew mentioned at the top of this interview that you currently wrestle for Shikara, right? That's correct. I see, but even though you currently wrestle for Shikara, do you feel that competing in professional wrestling and going to all these different places going to all these small venues sometimes smaller than like 250 people like a certain rec center in eastern pennsylvania Mm -hmm. do you feel that it's different competing in those places rather than competing in say like a 10 to twenty thousand seat arena of screaming fans for an mma fight uh i've always had this weird thing
0: with the crowd. i, I kind of was, was a, been able to tune it out. And um, don't get me wrong, like in the beginning of my MMA or combat sports career, like, you know, I was fighting in the same places I'm sort of wrestling in now with rec centers and, um, you know, gymnasiums and things like that. So all that's very familiar to me. It's like the same type of path, uh, you know, in a Muay Thai or MMA um, scenario. Like you, you start out in those smaller venues. And then you work your way up to, you know, the the big arenas where there's like professional sports teams playing there and stuff. So it's really the same, uh, the same thing. I just kind of rather quickly in MMA got to a point where I was maybe wrestling in, um, you know, a couple of thousand seat uh, arenas. Um, And, you know, I've just started in here in professional wrestling and I, I hope to be at that point one day soon.
1: And uh, okay. speaking of uh, chikara and pro wrestling it's uh, I'm, uh, there's a, a question that i'm or a topic i want to get your thoughts on so for, the, for those that don't know chikara is a promotion that really kind of like is a hybrid uh japanese pro wrestling lucha libre uh, but also sports entertainment type promotion it's kind of like it kind of like is like a blender of all those things and mixes them all together um, but
2: in a way, Chikara is also more into like the comic book elements of storytelling, as far as actual storylines. Exactly,
1: mm-hmm. exactly. And actually, I'll say this as well. I used to go to a lot of, back when I didn't have a uh, when I had a lot more time. Would always go to Chikara shows in the New Jersey, New York area. Uh, back when, um, we you know when like Cesaro and um, oh God, uh, Chris Hero, and they're like delirious yeah. and when they were bringing like people from japan and all that stuff there uh, way back when but uh one, one of the things that um that has been had came up recently in the pro wrestling discussion bubble is whether uh pro wrestling is a performance art or if it's a sport and i want to get your opinion because you you wrestle for promotion that kind of does a little bit of both uh it kind of it kind of it gets it takes a little from both, and I'm curious to know what is your thoughts, uh, Matt. Whether pro, to you is pro wrestling a performance art or is it a sport for you?
0: Um, it's I won't say it's not a performance art. Um, uh, it's a an exhibition of a, of a sport. Um, yeah, you know I I think that's. A, uh, as maybe other people have mentioned in this topic, I think it's whatever you want it to be. I, I, it's a it's a interesting debate. I don't even know if it's a debate because it's 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 so flexible. Professional wrestling um, that it can be so many things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I like MMA. I think MMA is an an art. You know, uh, the way you know you could. You express your you know, yourself in the cage or the ring, and it's, it's just done differently in professional wrestling.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, there's definitely people who see you know, you know, who just like you know, buy the book. You know, you have your GSPs who take it you know very seriously, all that stuff, and then you have the Genki Sudo's who are just exactly. you know, it's a, it's almost like watching. It is like a they're making the the sport of it into a performance art in it, and this kind of like. uh, off the way or um true
2: true andrew but i mean if you remember back at one of the oscar award shows from like a few years ago you remember that meryl streep said mma is not of the art which i think is a entire crock of you know what
1: (laughs) Mm, that's true yeah well don't get me don't get me off that uh christian because we'll because we'll we'll be here forever but okay, I uh, um But okay, so just talk about you know you with Shikara. You are part of the the faction, the Crucible. How did you get involved with that with that faction uh, in the promotion? Um, it's an interesting story, um,
0: but uh, there was a a website to sign up for um, some uh, some like unique training. Um, that ended up being uh, some, some, diff- some, some some after hours training at the uh, at the Wrestle Factory under Ophidian, um, and now a group of us have sort of been. Well, let me rewind a little bit. Over the years, there's been multiple uh, outside factions or or, or um, things that have sort of come to threaten Chikara and Quackenbush and some of the other leaders uh at Chakara, I've always sort of been trying to put uh, some type of force together to defend these types of uh, threats. So Inc sort of took things into his own hands and uh, created a, a faction on his own sort of uh, outside of Mike's. Uh, uh, turn, turned a blind eye to Mike. Uh, he didn't find out about it until a bit later.
1: Mm, I see. I see. And so, uh, how, how would you describe your presence in the faction? Are you like the muscle of the group? Are you, or like, what is, what would you say your role is when when it comes to the faction?
0: I'm probably one of the more technical guys because of my background. Um, you know, and I bring that, that, um, I guess technical with uh, striking and my, my submission game, um. You know, I think we have our uh, powerhouse, we have our um, uh, sort of like, uh, I would not describe some of the guys, but like the, the big power move guys, um, yeah, I, I bring more of a like a ground submission game uh, along with my uh, my striking ability. Mm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean,
2: do you think that you stand out out of that cast of characters for which you probably can't name because... <laughs> You might have to do away with one of us
0: <laughs> if you do. Uh, yeah, they're a little public at this point. Like, uh, for example, I've uh, and Evan Matthew DeMorris are my my uh, partners going into King of Trios in a few weeks. Um, so I think we're gonna do some damage there. But um, no, I'm definitely. I think we all have our, our strengths. And I think that's why Ophidian sort of selected all of us as, uh, you know, to be in this group.
1: Hmm. How does it feel to be in the King of Trios this year?
0: And I mean that King of Trios
2: tournament, I uh, think you guys probably might be going in as the overwhelming favorites. Um, say that again, Christian? That, that King of Trios tournament, which is a legendary tournament in and of itself, you guys probably might be going in as the overwhelming favorites if I'm not... Um,
0: yeah that or uh, ophidian's crucible group too with uh lance steel and we'll see here there's some stuff that happened over the weekend with the whisper and Pris- princess kimberly but uh, so i'm not sure what's happening there but uh, i think ophidian has we all have momentum is basically what i'm trying to say ophidian has momentum myself and uh, my partners have momentum so i definitely agree with you i think um based on what's been happening in chakara there's a lot of uh we're looking good heading into trios.
1: Hmm. And so this will be, is this your first King of
0: Trios tournament? Yep. I made my debut uh, this May. So yeah, this will be, this will be my first trios.
1: How does it feel to be going into the King of Trios uh, so soon in your, uh, in your Chicago career?
0: The, I'll tell you the, the Bloodsport match and King of Trios matches are both, like bucket list wrestling items for me. Okay. So I'm, I'm over the moon. It's happening now. And, uh, you know, I'm hoping it, it happens again. Um, but I couldn't be more excited to be involved in both of these events.
1: Mm. And actually, I well, was speaking mm. of blood I think this will be a good, uh, time to talk about blood Uh, you're taking on Rory Gulak who also has wrestled for Chikara. I'm not so sure if you two have had ever any interaction in Chikara or, um, I don't know if this is your first... Uh, is this your first time having any sort of interaction with him in a
0: ring? It is, yeah. We haven't met in Chicago yet.
1: Okay, gotcha. So, how does... You know, G- Gulag has an interest... He's a very interesting career uh, trajectory where he first started off as a deathmatch wrestler. And then, okay. about maybe, I would say, three or four years ago, suddenly transitioned into this technical catch-wrestling... Uh, uh, impresario uh empresario uh oh so and also so quickly as well it wasn't
2: well in a way Andrew Rory just wants to be like his big brother Drew yeah exactly if I'm not mistaken
1: yeah yeah um and in many ways I I would even almost say he may has even surpassed Drew when it comes to catch wrestling so yeah I just wanted to, do you know do you know anything about uh, Rory uh as a wrestler Matt.
0: Uh, absolutely. Uh, I mean, we're both from, like, the Philadelphia area, so, um, I've been familiar with Rory for a while now. Um, and, you know, I don't blame him for trying to be his brother. His brother's an incredibly accomplished, uh, wrestler and catch wrestler himself. Uh, and Rory comes in with a, you know, a great amateur background. Um, so, yeah, I'm expecting, and I've been preparing for, you know the toughest fight, you know I could have um, come Saturday.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so how does it feel to be? You know, like I said, you know, Chikara is a little bit more of a flashy, uh, more of a colorful type of pro wrestling. How does it feel to be kind of almost going back uh, with Bloodsport, kind of going back almost to your MMA roots, where you know fights, the, the matches can only end in TKO or submission. And, you know, there probably won't be any dives, there probably won't be any high-flying stuff. How does it feel to be kind of going back to that, how you were, kind of like how MM, you were as an MMA fighter?
2: Oh, right. and uh, one more thing to mention, that this fight will not have any ring ropes
0: surrounding the ring. Oh, yes. So, yes. Yeah. yeah. So it's interesting you say this, because it, it, it blends together, uh, both sport and kind of what's happening with. A car right now i know it's two different promotions and everything but um with the crucible angle we've been we've been running challenge matches with no ropes knockout or submission only so oh. uh, i see just uh actually just yesterday i tapped out a thief Ant in a crucible cha- open challenge match uh note we took the ropes off and chaos um, ko or submission only so it's and we've been doing this in the Crucible for months now. Uh, so I have lots of, there's uh, there's a lot of footage online of uh, some of the Crucible nights that we've been having. Uh, the, there was a Harold and Harbinger's um, sort of like mini series we made about the Crucible, sort of documenting a lot of what was happening mm. um, in these trainings. Um, and again, it was all no ropes, knockout or submission. Uh, the only real difference is there's, there's a time limit in the Crucible, two minutes. Um, There won't be a time limit on Saturday, but I am basically, as funny as it sounds, my whole career almost up to this point has been KO or submission only, um, blood sports style matches. So I'm probably more prepared than, you know, a lot of other people on the card.
1: Mm, I see. (laughs) I see. I see. Um, so, how, how did you get involved with the did uh involved with Bloodsport? Did Josh Barnett contact you? I I I know a lot of actually a lot of um the fight uh companions on this card uh some of them were offered the first card but couldn't work it out. So how how did, did were you offered to come on the first Bloodsport show this year or was this the first time that uh Josh Barnett reached out to you?
0: Um, I was contacted by the promoter um of GCW. Who has a relationship with Ophidian? Mm. Um, so Ophidian works GCW pretty regular regularly, and um, you know I had we had kind of showed him a lot of the Crucible footage, and um, I was able to go up there and meet. Uh, kind of went with Ophidian to um, a GCW show. Got to meet. Um, got to meet Brett Lauderdale. Mm-hmm. And uh, it just kind of uh, it all happened from there. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Um, did you happen to see any, uh, the two either one of the two previous sports shows that have happened so far?
0: Yes. So, Chikara ran a show in the same building that uh, WrestleMania weekend this year. And I was um, kind of standing on the wall a couple of rows back during uh, Josh, Josh Burnett's Bloodsport. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so a, I was in, the, in the building.
1: What what did you think of it when you saw that show? I mean you obviously said you wanted to do you wanted to do Bloodsport, but like as you were watching it, what was just going through your mind seeing just this th- this non typical type of, of of wrestling match that was going on that weekend.
0: I was I was like tingling the whole time. Like I, I need to do this. This is this is me. Mm-hmm. I was built for this.
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh no, and I think a lot of people agreed that it was probably uh, other than the WrestleMania or New Japan show that was that that weekend. I think a lot of people loved the Bloodsport show uh, the most that weekend, or at least came away with like that was the most unique show that weekend.
0: That was the impression I got as well. So, you know, it makes me all the more excited to be involved in this uh, the next iteration here coming up this Saturday. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, Christian, I'm starting to lose my voice talking so much. Let me pass it on to you. Do you have any questions
2: regarding blood sports? Um, actually, just one. When it comes down to blood sport, I know that there's a lot of elements that are going into play, like your mixed martial arts background. But the one thing that will probably be displayed the most is catch wrestling. Have you prepared yourself for that type of skill set, or do you? Know a little bit about that skill set going back from your days as a mixed martial artist fighting out of Philadelphia? Uh, yeah, I, I would say
0: the the gym kind of came up in uh, data center Um, we had a very like non strict style. Like basically, if it, if something works in the ring or cage, we trained it. So, and what I mean by that is sometimes people can get kind of stuck on, like, oh, that's not Muay Thai, we don't do that, or that's not Jiu-Jitsu, that's, you know, that's something they do in Sambo or, or Judo or, or whatever. I mean, we were a true, like, mixed martial arts gym, and again, if it worked, if it worked for you, we trained it. So, um, you know, while my main uh, background is Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, you know, I've pretty much been training amateur, like, Amateur style takedowns the whole time, you know, because those are obviously crucial for mixed martial arts. Uh, and then, you know, there's so much crossover with Brazilian Jiu Jitsu and, and catch wrestling. So um, I think I'll be, I think I'll, I'll fit right in.
2: Okay, interesting. And I know that I normally save this question for the end, and Andrew can attest to this. I normally save this type of question to ask footy and but if you weren't obviously a trained combatant a trained mixed martial artist a trained professional wrestler what would be your fallback plan what would be
0: your plan b to fall back on that's an interesting question and i don't have a great answer because you know when i was in high school uh, that's my friends who were into like traditional martial arts at the time, they trained in Kung Fu, but they were really into the UFC. And so they got me into the UFC, like in the early two thousands. And, um, I just kind of fell in love with it. i had always been an athlete and just, I was kind of enthralled with combat sports. And as I was kind of looking for colleges to attend, I, I really was looking for MMA schools that would be close in the, in the area. So, uh, the I found it, there was a few only really a couple like two MMA schools and at least two schools that said they did MMA. I think one was more a jujitsu school, but um, now was,
2: was this before or after Gracie Barr, Philadelphia, the gym that Eddie Alvarez
0: trains at? Um, so if so, Eddie was actually I mean this I don't want to take up too much time, but. Eddie was actually at the gym I joined. He was in at, at Datus MMA, which was actually called Philly MMA at the time, um, who was also kind of working with uh, Steve Haig, who ran the Fight Factory. And um, a few months after I joined, um, like Steve Haig left, and, and, and Eddie, uh, Zach Makovsky, who was a UFC fighter, Bellator champion, was there, a couple other great um, guys. They sort of split off. Uh, I decided to stay with at Philly MMA and kind of just just go from there. So, uh, yeah, I know Eddie's been to a lot of gyms in Philly, um, but he sort of started at a place called uh, Fight Factory with, with with Steve Haig is where he kind of initially came up. But yeah, Eddie's actually a big influence on was a big influence on my MMA career uh, and probably one of my favorite fighters ever. Um, but. Um, Yeah. So I I went to Temple for college and Philly MMA or Dallas MMA was, was close by. So I'd, I'd ride my bike down Broad Street, you know, after classes to go to, uh, to go to training. And, um, my to answer your question, no, your backup plan. I don't know. Like I I went to school for film and media arts. I was into making, you know, movies, videos, that type of thing. But I don't know. The, The plan was always to be involved in some kind of athletics, I guess. So, um, I'm lucky right now. I have an amazing wife, and I have two children that I take care of. Uh, I still coach um, jiu-jitsu and Muay Thai at Royal Striking in Philadelphia uh, and Beacon MMA in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I, I was sort of all in for a long time, so uh, that's just kind of the way it is, I guess. <laughs>
2: I know. I mean, it would be crazy, you know, not to give up on that athletic dream, which you obviously have not done. But I mean, how would you say your videography skills are? I mean, considering the fact that you were at Temple University,
0: um, you know, the that that technology, like things have probably changed so much in that industry since I was even at college that everything's probably like blown by me a bit, but. As since i've actually started wrestling i sort of picked up uh just doing some things here and there you can check out my uh uh my twitter or my instagram i posted a a i made a pretty a, a, you know worked kind of hard on a little promo for blood sport coming up this weekend uh you know some editing music going on there so um maybe check that out but mm. That'd probably be a good answer to to your question. You gotta take a look at
1: that video and let me know what you think. <laughs> oh well, I actually I did get a chance to see it and it's a very bad. You're talking about the one that's in black and white where you're talking to the camera.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, I did see that. And it's a, it's a pretty badass video. Uh, you th- it's actually funny. You know, when I was doing research on you, I didn't know you were wrestling for Chikara up on un- up until after I saw the video. So when I saw I saw the video first. And I saw you wrestling for Chikara after, and I was like, "Oh my God, it's like two different people. It's like it's like two different wrestlers almost." It, it, this, here's this badass guy talking about how he's gonna, how he's going to just you know, be just like totally excuse my language, fuck up. Uh, his he's ready. He's ready to fuck up some shit. And then you're wrestling for Chikara, you know, a family friendly promotion. And I was just like, wow, the the contrast between the two uh, the two types of wrestlers.
2: Um
0: yeah you know so that's interesting that you say that you know because it's 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 not you know i'm going to be the same guy that i am in Chikara as I am Sport, and i think i'd you know this is like i actually don't know and i'm i don't want to put words in anybody's mouth but you know i think there's some, maybe some of the people or the higher ups in Chikara maybe want to change the perception a little bit and this, this could be totally wrong but like um it's while it's family friendly, and that just means you know, we're not out there cursing during our matches, we're not cutting each other open mm-hmm. or, or whatever. Um, but the wrestling is still yeah. not hidden at least. Today. You're not going the Kevin Steen
2: route where you basically cursed and you far spar- <laughs> from Chakar.
0: <laughs> we had we, uh, <laughs> so I think some we had a big show yesterday, and um, yeah, you know, I think some people slipped, you know, it, it happens, but. It's it, it, it is what it is. it the, you know, the, the kids will survive. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, kind of what I was saying is the the perception of Chikara, uh, You know, I'm hoping to help maybe change that a little bit. That uh, I like how you described it earlier, Andrew. That it's a, a mix of everything, and that's yeah. what I love about it so much. Because I've always just been that's kind of what attracted me to mixed martial arts. Just being like, like a I don't like to say Jack, but like ace of all trades.
1: Mm -hmm. Um,
0: And I feel like that's what Chikara is too. It's, you know, it's, it's Lucha. It's, it's, it's strong style. It's, you know, we're doing the, you know, this crucible uh, angle. There's like, you know, um, like shoot style wrestling going on. So it's literally a something for everyone. And it's got, it's got amazing storytelling. You know, it's, there's like, Every match has a purpose, a reason. There's,
1: you know, I, I love it. So, um, as a little yeah. side note, uh, I was actually at that show that Kevin Steen uh, let the uh, let the bad word slip, and uh, it was at the um, it was at, what, what was it? The something, know, it was in Manhattan. I'm trying to remember the Highland Ballroom. I think it was an I believe it was an eight man or ten man match between him and a bunch of uh, with it was a Ring of Honor versus Chikara match. And okay. I remember that he, after he said the bad word, I just, uh, every, you know, the whole room kind of like, kind of just like stood still for a moment he kind of just realized, Oh no, I just realized what I did. I'm not, I'm not going to be invited back next time, but, uh, things worked out for him in the end. So, you know, yeah. g- good for him. Actually, speaking of that, uh, Matt, I'm curious to know, do you have any aspirations to go to, uh, a promotion like a WWE, a New Japan, AEW impact or, are you happy where you are now with Chikara or maybe, you know, you know, wrestling for Bloodsport on the off chance or promotions on the East Coast? What, do you have any uh, any other, I guess, grander goals in the pro wrestling uh, sphere yeah, for you? I,
0: I appreciate the question. Um, I think the big picture is, you know, I want to do what's best for my family. Um, well, I absolutely would, would love to be involved in a... Um, you know, a bigger promotion, AEW, WWE, New Japan. If it was, if it was, if it meant, you know, I could um, still, you know, take care of my family. I don't know, you know, I can't, my, mom, my wife has a, a great job. I don't know if we could move or relocate or anything like that, I mean, but I don't know, we'd maybe cross that bridge if it ever, if it ever came to that. Um, But yeah, I, I would like to be, uh, I wouldn't mind being involved in, in a promotion like that someday. Uh, smaller, you know, I'd, I'd like to work towards the Chicago Grand Championship, maybe the IWTV uh, Championship, um, you know, and just kind of keep plugging away, um, you know, with what I'm doing now.
1: Mm-hmm. And that, one of the last pro wrestling questions I have, uh, and I'm really curious to know your opinion about this. and uh, this, uh, kind of, It's kind of happened – uh, this past weekend, I don't know if you heard what happened with Rev Pro with the instant, with the referee. No. Okay, so you know, as somebody who's you know just gone to pro, for those that don't know, a referee was unfortunately retired due to one or two of the, of the wrestlers. What happened was that the match ended uh, earlier than it did, and it seemed like at least one of the wrestlers in, a, in that tag team match took out their anger on the referee, on bigness to the referee. Like it not planned at all, not part of the show, and the referee suffered some severe injuries. And I'm just curious to know, as a a pro wrestler who's just you know still you're still young as a pro wrestler, you as you said you just debuted this year. What for a situation like that? Have you been taught how to react in case if the referee calls a match too early or you know the original finish gets mixed up? And I'm has that ever happened to you or have you in a match so far? And is there Have you been taught how to react in a situation like that?
0: Um, I think I've been taught to react to maybe similar situations. You know, we train for, we talk about, um, you know, what happens if mistakes are made or, Mm -hmm. you know, somebody's not where they're supposed to be or whatever. Um, And you just, you have to, I mean, you have to um, always I don't know. Act like it was supposed to happen. I don't know. It seems seems a little that whole situation. I don't, I don't know all the details exactly. I mean, you know, you just explained it, mm-hmm. but uh, it it's that seems absolutely absurd what happened. So um, it's it's, it's kind of sad.
1: Mm-hmm. And especially I know that in Jikara a lot of you know, you're basically with the same people. You know, for almost all the shows, all the referees know each other. All the ref- wrestlers know That's each other. Good. So there's definitely you know. Um, I don't, I'm not so sure what the, I guess, the backstage, uh, connections are in Rev Pro, but I definitely know it, in a promotion like Chikara, where everybody knows each other, it certainly would seem like everybody would know, okay, you know, what they're comfortable with, what they're not comfortable with, and you would know offhand, you know, what to do properly in a situation like that, as as opposed to maybe a Rev Pro, where you know, Rev Pro, you know, they, they do, they you know, they bring in different people for different shows, probably different refs, so you don't know that this referee may be okay with that, but this referee may not be okay with this. So it seemed like in, at least in Chikara, you could at least get, I don't want to say get away, but you would at least have an, uh, an idea of what we can do in a situation like this.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's very much a team atmosphere at Chikara, and um, we're all working towards the same thing. I, I realize at other places on the in, it's not so much that way. It's basically a group of know, private contractors with maybe their own interests, more so their own interests in mind, um, than the interests of others. So things can get, you know, things like that can maybe happen. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. And um, w- with that, um, I want to throw it over to Christian. Do you have any more questions for uh, Matt? If you're still here, Christian, I hope I didn't lose you.
0: He might have. He might have disconnected.
1: Ah, uh, oh well. Well, with that, uh, Matt, I do want to give you an opportunity. Um, we always do this with all the people that we interview. Uh, uh, we want to give you an opportunity to uh, just t- say whatever you want to your opponent, Roy Gulag. If you be positive, be negative, say whatever you want to or about him. The four is yours.
0: I mean, yeah, I've been training really hard for this. I've been. This is, I have 15 years of uh, experience. Um, I feel I'm one of the best strikers and submission artists in professional wrestling. Uh, and I hope, I hope Rory's ready to, to go to war on, on Saturday.
1: Mm-hmm. And it's definitely going to be exciting. I'm definitely looking forward to it. And also, I want to give you an opportunity to plug your your sponsors or your, your social media, any other upcoming dates that you have. I don't know if you have a pro wrestling tease um, thing as well. Plug everything and everything that uh, you're involved with.
0: Oh, I appreciate it. Um, I'm on Twitter at, at the Matt Mikowski, Instagram Matthew Mikowski. Um, big, uh, only other big thing coming up right now King of Trios, Reading, Pennsylvania, uh, October 4th, 5th, and 6th uh you know, it's crucible, a lot of the everybody you'd expect uh, from Chikara Scott Steiner, Jordan Grace, Petey Williams is one of the like headliners. Some other teams that haven't even been announced yet that are uh, are, are pretty big. So uh, biggest tournament in pro wrestling. Um, ChukaraTicks.com. so um, yeah, that's it. I
2: if the trio. Now trios, wait a minute! You already gave your plugs, your social media plugs, right? Yeah. Yes, sir. Oh, okay. I I mean I wouldn't know because I was trying to reconnect.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was just about to say, you know, if it comes down to the in the trios, the Crucible versus Scott Steiner, Jordan Grace, and Pete Williams. I I would that is that is like <laughs> one of those those random uh, fire pro wrestling uh, random matches <laughs> yeah, that uh,
0: I you... know. it's so... great. And I'm glad it's happening at uh, King of Trios.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And uh, do
2: you, do you, and,
0: uh... you know, speaking of which one more question I want to oh. ask
2: and. Then answer... Sorry, Christian, go ahead. Well, I mean, for those who are going to be new to you, who probably, haven't seen for the first time or probably haven't seen you since your days in Elydex Bellator, or Strikeforce, or only know you for being in Shakara, or want to see you before King of Trios, what are you... I mean, what do you think... I mean, what do you think you want to show them in order for them to see you again? Uh, yeah. You're breaking up a bit, Christian. Um... Uh damn it. It's okay. Basically what I'm asking is, for those who haven't, I mean, for the fans who haven't seen you in a while or seeing you for the first time coming up this Saturday, what is your goal to excite them? Or do you even care about it? No, I want to, you know, I want to
0: get my name out there. Um And I think I bring a unique blend we'll of um, striking, um, submission grappling uh, to the table that, you know, uh, you know, unlike maybe or very rarely the, the pro wrestling world has seen. So I'm excited to put that on display this Saturday. Uh,
1: Matt Mikowski, uh, Weapon Jay X.
0: and Andrew, oh. you can go ahead and finish
2: it off.
1: Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, Matt Mikowski, Weapon X, will be taking on Rory Gulag at BudSport Two, Josh Barnett of GCW presents Josh Barnett's BudSport Two is the full title. Uh, this Saturday at the Showboat in Atlantic City, uh, New Jersey, September fourteenth. The tickets are available. I believe still if there is, there's very few left. And if it's all sold out by the time this audio uh, drops, you can watch it on fight.tv. That is F I T E TV. Download their app for free or watch it on their website. And, uh, Matt, we really appreciate you again talking to us. Uh, we're going to wish you the best of luck in your match against Roy Gulag. It will definitely be an exciting match to look forward to. And, uh, yeah, I'll be there uh, watching watching the uh, the violence. Awesome.
2: Andrew, Christian, thank you so much. It was great. And, in a way, Mr. Mikulski, I would say go easy on him. But if you have to, show no mercy. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it.
1: Thank you very much again, Matt. You have a great
2: day now. You too. Thanks. Thank you guys. No problem. Take care. You're welcome. Later.